This is Naptown Talk, episode 37. The day is March 27th, 2023, and March Madness is ending. But La March Madness feels like it's just starting. And we got a special guest here today, Mr. Rick Stevens, aka the Colts Caveman. And if you are on our YouTube right now, you will see why they call him the Colts Caveman, because he's got quite a bit of a collection back there. I mean, I'm seeing the two Yannicks, I'm seeing the Buckner. Um, Rick, what is your favorite? Let's just go jersey. You have a lot of memorabilia, but what, what's your favorite jersey you got up on the wall right now? Oh, it's obviously Yannick Ngakwe here. Um, nice. Nice. Yeah. So your and, team re-signed Jan, sounds like? I, re- I Yeah, I really want him to be re-signed. I mean, he does a lot in the community. You've seen what he did for the teachers when he when he first signed here last year. And then yeah. uh, he was all about Colts Nation and, and the Blue Crew uh, during training camp. And uh, then he just popped in unexpectedly to a, a cookout I was having here at the house. Did you invite him and he just showed up and you weren't yeah. expecting him at all or like <laughs> no you know you invite people all the time and they don't show up you know you know yeah. how it is and uh he actually uh he, he sent me a tweet or he sent out a tweet to everybody about an hour before he showed up said i'll be there in an hour wow i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> was everybody kind of like oh gosh is this actually happening or what <laughs> yeah i mean I, I all of a sudden i was bombarded with tweets people wanting to come over and and meet him. He, he hung around for a little while and signed a That's bunch awesome. of stuff and talked to a few people and uh, came down on the Colts cave and, and signed a Jersey for me. So is that like the first Jersey signed in the Colts cave? Uh, no, I've got several. Um, like what well, like oh, actually signed in. Actually, I got to say it's the second one because. Um, That's let awesome. Me, <laughs> let, let me do this here. If this thing will follow me. Yeah. Probably not. Oh, uh, oh there we go. You see that jersey right there, Eric Ebron? Yeah. That's the first one that was signed in the Colts cave. Awesome. That's that's, that's a unique one. I, I don't know how many signed Eric Ebron Colts jerseys there are, so that's that's awesome. Well, he actually signed that, and also he when he was here, he signed the uh, the Lions Eric Ebron jersey. Nice. And, and then he uh, he helped me hang it on the wall. He hung out for about an hour. <laughs> wow. No, and you just you just tweeted that the other day, if I'm not mistaken, because I like I knew we reached out to you before, so I'm like, oh, I'm trying to follow Rick a little bit more. I think you tweeted out the picture of you and Eric Ebron, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he like I said, he showed up here um, in this big old huge Ford truck, and uh, they all got trucks, dude. All the NFL players, they're always know, big right? trucks too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he throws me the jersey, says, "Hey, that's from the Miami game. It's got a little bit of." Uh, of, of a dirt stain on the back from where he uh, landed in the end zone. He said, that's nice. the one I scored a touchdown with. He goes, so it's yours. I said, well, I appreciate that. So, it's, so uh, did you just invite him as like randomly too? Like you just. No, actually that was one of those, Hey, I've got this lion's Jersey and this cleat that belongs to you that it's game worn. I'd love to have it signed. And he goes, man, that's really cool. Rick. He says, uh, you want a Colts Jersey? I said, absolutely. And he said, Okay, I'll send it to you. Send me your address. So I sent him the address, and about two days later, he said, you know what? I'm just going to drop it off. See, that is awesome because it, from, you know, obviously Twitter, you kind of get to know people's personalities, even though you don't really, like us, you don't even know our face unless you go to our cover photo, and we look like two goons on the on the cover <laughs> photo. But um, it's cool because it seems like you're just a genuine dude, and I love the Colts community because, you know, Midwest, obviously, so both of us are from Indy. Both born yeah. the year Peyton was here. We arrived the month before Peyton. Um, right. 
So we're, you know, bled into this Colts fandom um, or born into it, I should say. So it's just really cool seeing somebody like you who clearly, like I said, it seems like you're like a really good person. And it just shows that these athletes get to meet these good fans, you know, not the ones that don't have faces that are talking all this crap behind their backs and all this stuff just because maybe their fantasy team didn't do good or something. But it's really cool seeing fans that get rewarded for, you know, actually being fans of the game. I try to keep it positive. I do. I mean, you know, you get frustrated, you do, but you you don't really want to lash out at other fans or uh, even the players. You, I I just never been that way. I, yeah, you know, I live I lived through the uh, the nineties <laughs> with uh, Jack Trudeau as our quarterback and, and yeah, you know, Jeff George, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because Jeff George and I became friends when he was in college. He went when he was at Illinois. That's um, awesome. We became we became friends because I worked at Safari Bar in Castleton, and I threw his brother Randy out of the bar. Nice. He says, "You know, he says, you know who I am." I said, "I have no idea who you are." He goes, "My brother is Jeff George." I said, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Jeff George, Illinois quarterback." I said, "Well, that's nice, but go home." So the, <laughs> next week, the, the next the next weekend, I'm standing at the door and I see Randy coming up to the door, and there's a taller guy next to him because Randy's only about five foot eight, and Jeff's about six three, six four. And uh, I see, I said, that must be this Jeff George guy he's talking about. And he comes up and he says, hey, you Rick? I said, yeah. He goes, you throw my brother out of the bar last week? I said, yeah, he was being an ass. He goes, he could do that. So good job. Do it again if you need to. <laughs> so, we hit it off. We used to play Papa Shot every Monday night. I was off on Monday nights at Safari Bar. And all the Colts used to come into Safari Bar and watch Monday Night Football because we were never good enough to be on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you'd see the likes of uh, Jack Trudeau or Dean Biasucci or Pat Beach or uh, Ray Donaldson, um, Donnell Thompson. They'd all they'd all come in. And uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Once Eric Dickerson came in, I about fell over because that wasn't my that. Yeah, I'll say I'm pretty sure I've seen that. That's your boy. That's is that the reason you became a Colts fan was because of him? The entire reason I became a Colts fan. Awesome. And I'll have to, I'll have to send you uh the link to my brother, my brother set it up for my 60th birthday back in January. Uh, but he had Eric Dickerson tell me happy birthday. Awesome. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. And I had, I still, I get chills still talking about it. it it's, he's like, uh, Rick, I understand I'm the reason you're a Colts fan. He goes, that's pretty cool. I go, yeah, that's you're exactly awesome. the reason I'm a Colts fan. <laughs> because in 1987, the GM was Jim Ursay and he made that blockbuster trade with the Buffalo Bills and Los Angeles Rams to bring Eric to, Indianapolis. And yeah, of course, that's. I don't yeah. know if you guys are old enough to remember the Halloween game in 1988, but man, I still, I still replay that in my head about once no, a week. I'm not gonna lie, I don't. Obviously, like I'm, I'm right now. I'm like I could tell you all the way from 1998 to now. Um, but you know, the Colts' history prior to that wasn't the best, so <laughs> <laughs> there's not a whole lot that I was able to dive into. But I could tell you all about, you know, my my favorite player of all time, Dallas Clark. That's my yes. boy right there. I wore 44. Yeah. He's a great guy. I just, I remember I got his autograph. Uh, I was at the Colts spring training back in 2000 spring training, uh, Colts, uh, training camp, um, back wrong in like sport, 2005, man. right before, what'd you say? I said wrong sport. Yeah, I know. No kid. I keep doing that. That's my, that's my bad. Um, I keep looking at my cub sign over here, but I got his <laughs> autograph. My, my older brother, I won't forget this. Um, goes up to Dallas and like pulls him and like, not obviously pulls him, but gets his attention and is like, yeah. Hey, my little brother's the diehard Dallas, like Clark fan. Can you please sign this? 
And I just, I remember the thing I said to him, I just look at him and said, I didn't know what to say, but I'm like, did you go to college with Bob Sanders? And he was like, yep. And I was like, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> and it sticks with me. But when you meet those guys, man, it's, it's cool. Especially when you get a shout out like that on your birthday for the guy who built the Colts cave. I mean, yeah, yeah I want to be here without him. There was one time and it was before this Colts cave became the Colts cave. Uh, it was at another house and, and I had what I wanted to call the Colts room. But uh, about the only thing I had in there was a poster of Eric Dickerson and a signed jersey of Eric Dickerson. That was it, man. <laughs> that's, that's the start. That's all, that's all you need, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I mean that's one heck of a collection, anyways. Thank you. You you were talking about Dallas Clark. Um, right next to the Eric Ebron jersey on the side of the fireplace here is uh, a signed jersey of Dallas Clark. Amazing. So, I love that. Yeah, it's wife, so cool. You know, I'll tell you what, the, I, I'm still kicking myself to this day, but we went to the Combine back in 2019, 2018, 2017. Yeah, and uh, whichever year it was, they were having all the autographs signed, uh, the players there and what have you. And Dallas Clark was there, and I had my wife bring the jersey up and sign it. Reggie Wayne's up there signing. And I go up there and have him sign, I don't know, a poster or something. And I'm wearing a Reggie Wayne jersey. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> He's probably that's, like, that's what we call a blunder, but it happens. Yeah, it's still, it's still in my closet, and I, I'm still trying to get it signed, but I know at some point I'll get him to sign it. Hey, now that he's on the sidelines coaching, I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, I tried to get it. I tried to get his attention. Actually, I held the jersey up when we were in Tennessee. We were in the front oh. row, and he pointed at it, and I, I went like this, and he never did come over. So. So, All so right, Reggie. Me. Reggie's an active visitor of our pod, so I'm sure he'll uh... – <laughs> he'll hear this and come to you <laughs> so let's confirm one thing though real quick nashville terrible stadium correct yeah yeah i mean perfect for the worst franchise in, in, in existence I'm not gonna lie not only that but the the security there was horrible they wouldn't let you go down to the field to see the players uh, unless you were sitting in that section they blocked you i mean from from the time you walked into the stadium they were blocking people from going anywhere but to their seats interesting Weird. And, and not only that, but when we went up to get concessions to get food, there was a $3, $3 fee added to everybody that wasn't a season ticket member for the Titans. Oh, weirder. Wow. Well, so, they're trying to raise all that money for a new stadium. So not the way. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. And then, you know, I waited in line, got all the way up there, and all our hot dogs were frozen. So we had to go to another line and wait again. <sighs> That's not good. Uh, do you try to go to an away game every year? And are you going no, to go back to Tennessee? <laughs> we actually go to two. The last couple of years, we went to Jacksonville and Tennessee. And my my boss and and uh, my other coworkers say I'm not allowed to go to away games anymore because you know our record in Tennessee and Jacksonville the last two years. Hey, we can't put that on you. <laughs> That's not hey, on you. As much as I'd like to find a scapegoat, I think it's simply the fact that the Colts are cursed right now. Well, you know, I keep showing up and the team doesn't. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> no, Do you have a Colts season ticket, I'm guessing? Yes, I am a season ticket holder for the Colts. Uh, we cool. sit in 418, so. We're so 618, I, so we're are you, a couple yeah, sections right up. Yeah, yeah, you're right above me. Uh, we, uh, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. We are in the land of away fans, though. Uh, I know um, this past year is kind of rough, like Steelers fans, Eagles fans. <laughs> we're sitting, there's more green than blue half the time. I'm like, oh, this is. It's a hard one to swallow right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's difficult because the seats next to us were open all year long. So we sat with 
uh, Chiefs fans and Eagles mm. fans. And mm. I'll tell you what, um, I, I've always heard horror stories about Pittsburgh Steelers fans. They were the nicest people I, I've, I've met. I mean, they, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs fans were nice. Eagles fans were asses, uh, flat out. It's those Philly people. You can't trust them, right, Andrew? They were uh, can't, can't trust them, especially. So, never mind. <laughs> Andrew's fiance. Andrew's fiance is from Philly, so. <laughs> but we uh, have to no, give her a hard time. <laughs> our, our our sister, uh, where I work, our, our sister company is in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, and they're all about the Eagles. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure, especially now. Now, yeah. to, your, now to your point, like my best experience with away fans was definitely the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, 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 don't, I don't know why, but like the, we were sitting next to an older gentleman and made a few weird jokes here and there, but he was so nice and started a conversation with us and then cheering our face every time. I'm like, oh, you could easily be doing this right now, and I appreciate that you're not. I, I don't mind the friendly, you know, go to hell banner. I don't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it gets downright hateful, um, like the Eagles fans were after the game, they barely beat us. They beat us by one freaking point. Well, yeah. And they were acting like they won the Super Bowl, and it just really struck me the wrong. And I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm the type of guy that just lets things go, and I had a really hard time with that one. So here's what you're forgetting, Rick, is that was probably their first uh, Eagles game they witnessed where they won because they're all bandwagon fans. So yeah, there go. <laughs> they're all coming yeah. out of the cracks, and they're not used to seeing a win. So maybe well, it was their for, Super Bowl. I don't know. Except for my friend Giovanni. I I, I will never, ever yes. talk down about yes. Giovanni or or the Algren family. I well, that's because he's an actual fan um, and not a Fairweather fan. And to Zach's point, my fiance, yes, she is from Philadelphia. So she went up to every person. The heart of it. Eat. Yeah, it's the heart of it. Like and, yeah. And uh, she went up to every person with an Eagles jersey on and said, what part of Philadelphia are you from and where did you live? And no one lived in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, was... I do give credit to Gio. I love his story. Yeah, Gio's a good guy. He really is. Mm-hmm. We just got distracted by the jerseys, so I just that's right. no, I felt that's, like we needed to talk fine. about that. We love the jerseys. It's not distracting. We love it. Mack <laughs> jerseys. Oh, yes. Marlon Mack, I love it. The Vince Marlon Jackson, classic. baby. Yes. Yes. Iconic whenever we're at the Gary Brackett. Man, that's awesome. That's a collection right there. See, those are my guys right there. Yeah. I like the Paris Campbell number 15. Respect. Yeah. My, my stepson bought me that, and it was right before he changed his number. Classic. Two, two for like the one looked good on him, but the 15 was classic though. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, Andrew bought me a very, very nice gesture. He bought me a Stefan Gilmore jersey for my birthday. Uh my birthday's in February. So you, you do the math there. Yeah. <laughs> one month before it. Um, I you bought- know, I'll still represent Stefan because I loved his time with the Colts, and it was almost one of the only things we got to cheer for last year. Um because yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a tough season. I'm not used to seeing seasons like that without a light at the end of the tunnel, AKA Andrew Luck. Um, So, so it's interesting going into this next conversation. I mentioned it. Twitter was completely blown up today because uh, Lamar, and I I know where your stance is on Lamar. So I think this is going to be a fun little conversation. (laughs) And I, so I got three older brothers, Rick, and I, there's one of them that was really hard against Lamar. No, a hundred percent. No. And like two of them, you think two of them you're saying? No, I say flipped. What? Your brother. He flipped. Oh, he, oh I, get, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, I, I have spent an hour long conversation with him explaining to him why I believe Lamar Jackson for this Colts roster right now is the best chance for them to win. I want to hear, I know, I think money is the biggest concern with you, right? And injury well, risk. Yeah, and, and well, he hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. And, you know, if you're, if you're not going to be on the field, I have I have my doubts. Um, I've heard from several people that he could have played in that playoff game and opted out. 
-hmm. So that's a red flag for me. And, and to read his tweets, even the one he sent out today, it was my, me, 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 my. I don't like that. Yes. Yeah. Never. It, it, not once did he say we. He mentioned yeah. team once, but not once did he mention the word we. And that, mm, that that's word, not a part of the culture, right? Yeah. It just it just bothered me. It it struck me the wrong way. And to read all his tweets that he sent out the last couple months, it's always I or me or we or never we. You know, it's so to me that's not a team player. You want to break the bank, but you don't want to be on the field. Yeah. Uh, you want guaranteed money to sit at home. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> where, where do I sign up for that? Yeah, you right. Know? I mean, I I will not deny the fact he is he's a phenomenal athlete. OK, I, I will not deny that. I see it. Um, but even when we played him and he, he did that comeback, we didn't have any defensive backs on the field. We yeah. played him and we played him well. And he looked like crap in that game up until we lost all our defensive backs. Yeah. And, I, and that's when he came to come back. So, I, yeah, I am not in the bring in Lamar camp. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Nation. you're in a minority there from as far as I, I can tell. I'm in a huge minority. And Logan's yeah. starting to really get on my nerves because yeah, I've, <laughs> I've muted I, I've muted the name Lamar and Lamar Jackson from my feed, so I don't see that stuff. But I not Lamar's madness. But or Logan or LJ. <laughs> Logan sends out pictures of Lamar on everything. I know, I love it. I think he's willing, like him alone. So I I made a tweet today because I I like to be I'm I'm the one that usually tweets uh, Andrew. His grammar is not always the best, so engineering yeah. degree. Not, not, he's really no, yeah. No proof he's a, available. He's an engineer, so English isn't his first language. It's actually oh, I, numbers. I get, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it got to a point where he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'll scroll on Twitter, but I'll let you kind of tweet if I feel like I got something good coming up. I'll tweet." But um, it just there's a lot of misspelled uh words and sentences that didn't make sense. So it, oh, how do you he know his tricks? How do you give Matt Pryor's proper goodbye today? He did do that. Yeah. We were, <laughs> we were not Matt Pryor okay, guys. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm that sorry. One player I'm not sad to see go. I, I, I and that say, says a lot. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But back, back to Lamar. Um, yes. My, my feeling on the whole thing is if we end up with Lamar, I got a feeling it's going to be more in a, in a Colts friendly trade than it is uh, the two first round draft picks. Yeah, I just I, I have a feeling if we do. Um, and also, Agreed. why not? I mean, this thing could go on till after the draft. Use our number four draft pick mm -hmm. or trade down, get the best player available and then use the next two first rounders for Lamar for the next two years. Yeah. And then trade it back up into the first round next year to grab Marvin Harrison, Jr. How about yeah. that? <laughs> God, Perfect world we live in, right? Yeah, I'm all about Marvin Harrison Jr. I, you know, I'm not a whole Ohio State fan by any means. You've probably seen those tweets too. Me neither. Um, Who is? <laughs> well, Colts Tuba guy is, and he gives me crap all the time about it. So, so are you? Uh, what's your college then? Do you have a college of choice? Uh, no, my wife went to Purdue, so I, I kind of, you know, hang on He's that banner. I, I, I like any Indiana team is is where I'm at. You know, I, I like that. So, University you know, of Southern Indiana, big Screaming Eagles fan. Oh god! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, I'm a I'm a Screaming Eagle alum, so I got to bring that oh, up. <laughs> screaming Eagles, yeah. The first person that comes to mind when I hear that is uh, Hayden Fox, coach. Yeah, I like. Uh, there's a few of them out there. Um, Stan Gerard, 
that's a coach name. I, <laughs> I no, just, no. that's one of the only coaches no. I can think of. <laughs> no, no, there, there used to be a TV show called coach. And, uh, it was, uh, coach Hayden Fox, uh, was the Minnesota screaming Eagles. Oh, was he? That's awesome. That makes it and, better. <laughs> and, and it was a great show. I mean, a fantastic show. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, Hidden Fox, never heard of him, but, you know, <laughs> respect. <laughs> you did mention it earlier when you were talking about Dickerson, um, about a blockbuster trade. And it's just like, God, I, I would love to see Jim Mercer do that for Lamar. I'm on, I'm on pro, I'm pro, I'm pro Lamar. I'm sorry. Um, but something about me is like, well, Ballard wouldn't do that either. So it's like, I feel like the Colts brass really need to be an alignment for Lamar. And I think there's just so much division from what you said, like injury prone, guarantee money. Like, does he fit the culture? It's like, it's so split that I, I don't think it's going to happen. Like I'll be realistic about it. Part of me doesn't believe it will happen. I, I, I am at that point where I'm going, it can't happen. Um, and part of me is, Holy crap. I hope it don't happen. Um, <laughs> no. They might be his, uh, Jim Mercer might just be not desperate. It's not the word I'm looking for, but he might try to make a splash because he's tired of his team being a little bit of a laughing stock. Well, can I, can I tell you something? I, I tweeted, to, I didn't tweet it out, but I tweeted to a couple of people that uh, were in my camp as far as uh, Will Levis goes. Okay. Ooh. And Jim, Jim Ursay in the uh, press conference mentioned um, Bryce Young. He flat out mentioned Bryce Young. That Alabama quarterback's not too bad. He said that. Somebody tweeted something out about going after C.J. Stroud. Jim Mercy liked the tweet. Somebody tweeted something out about going after Lamar. Jim Mercy liked the tweet. He has not once liked or mentioned Will Levis ever. What about Anthony Richardson? Same case? Yes, same case. Hmm. So you're saying there might be some smoke that he's blowing? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the photo world we live in. The next month is going to be smoke in the air. What's real? What's not Speculation. real? We're mm-hmm. not going to figure out until the day of the draft, and that's not until late April. Well, do you remember Reggie Wayne tweeted out about a month ago, a month and a half ago, that the only team he did not talk to uh, during the combine was the Indianapolis Colts? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I saw that. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. I, I don't want to live in the world where Reggie Wayne is not an Indianapolis Colt. Right, me either. <laughs> that me that's either. so. He, oh man, he hates it when, be a good time. Up, when he hates it when somebody asks, you know, do you have a jersey from every team? Yes, I do. I, I have a uh, a football jersey from every NFL team, um, including the Houston Oilers. And uh, nice. They said, "Well, you have a Patriots jersey." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Why?" I said, "Because the only one I own is Reggie Wayne, number 15. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> Reggie never actually played for him, but he was there for two months and wore number 15. Yeah, so I- <laughs> that's that's a ridiculous jersey to have. I forgot that <laughs> that happened. I'm so glad that we did not actually have to see that with our own eyes, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, my eyes might have burnt right out of my head. And did you forget about that? Mind. Yeah, you kind of just unlocked a memory, and I, I, I wish it would be locked away again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, glad that didn't happen. <laughs> the thought of that makes me want to vomit again. Because I remember when that, like, whenever he did join him for, yeah, two months, I'm like, yeah. In the Patriots uniform, I will, I will cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, I do like that. that's the only that is that that's is the only Patriots jersey. Is. That, yeah, <laughs> the only one I'll own. I won't own a Brady jersey. I'm sorry, I, I can't. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fell into. I was kind of a fan of Tampa Tom, a very, very low key fan. Was different. He was different. He was, he was down to earth and 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 joked a lot. 
Yeah, he had a personality. I mean, we could just yeah. say it. <laughs> and we didn't have to see that stupid, hideous number 12 in that gross navy blue and silver jersey. Ugh. Yeah, yeah we, we hate the Patriots, obviously. Um, going off of what you were saying with Friendly Banner, we uh, when the Patriots came to Saturday Night Football, that was first off one of my favorite games of all time when Jonathan Taylor broke that run oh, and yeah. sealed that game. Oh, such a great there. feeling. Yes. But every Patriots fan we saw, we boo like joking and like they we'd laugh like whenever they'd realize we're booing them and they'd laugh never anything you know malicious but we do let them know that they are not liked in that stadium no they, yeah it's the same thing with titans fans so love it yeah titans right now i can't stand them i'm feeling like the jaguars fans are starting to creep up a little bit um but i'm gonna go into we we're kind of talking about other quarterbacks so both of us sure. obviously me and andrew we want lamar jackson to the colts to happen um but I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like that's the only option, because if the Colts end up drafting any quarterback at number four, because like we talked about, anything can happen. I'm going to ride with that guy. That's going to be my QB. Same thing with Carson Wentz. Same thing with Philip Rivers. Obviously, Matty Ice. Those are my guys. I got their backs 100 percent. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to see a new face, hopefully for the next 10 plus years in Indianapolis. I want to see yep. one face. I don't want to see any more. Will Levis intrigued me with his. Pro day, I'm not gonna lie, but that's you're only seeing the good stuff. Um, Bryce Young, I mean, there any four of them. You can talk me in any four of them, and I hate that. I wish I wish that wasn't the case, but I'm at that point in, in my Colts fandom that I just want a guy that is either Lamar Jackson or any of the the four top quarterbacks that people have been talking about. I'm against Hendon Hooker. I'm sorry. I don't know where you fall on that, but people are trying to become super awesome GMs, thinking that they yeah. can make the best trades possible and all that, and I'm like. Let's not risk this. Let's just yeah. get the I, I best guy. With, I go with common sense and because I'm a continuous improvement manager at work. So common oh, sense okay. is where, where yeah. everything lies with me. And common sense and gut feeling on how to proceed is always big on me. And, you know, I look at C.J. Stroud. I think he's a good quarterback. I just think the weapons allowed him to be a good quarterback. Bryce Young did it with less. Uh, Will Levis did it with nothing. He mm -hmm. brought his way to the top of the draft with nothing around him. I mean, no offensive line. Ran for his life on every play. Uh, had no wide receivers. Even in his pro day, you seem to drop passes. <laughs> you dealt yeah. with that all year long. Um, and I, I heard on ESPN, and I laughed because it's the way I've been thinking the whole time. And they brought up, well, if Will Levis would have had Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigma to throw to all year, he would probably be the number one quarterback. Yeah. And maybe that's where, you know, we saw Ballard talking about how he thinks we're in a good spot. And like, this also could be smoke, but you know, this is part of speculating. He says he thinks we're going to get the best player in the draft and Ballard. He was a part of that team that drafted Pat Mahomes. So I'm, I'm just saying what he was drafted 10th overall, I believe. Yeah. Well, let's so, not, let's not forget that. Um, Will Levis is working with Peyton Manning. Yeah. That's my so, goat. That's our goat, obviously. Everybody. Yeah. And, and Peyton, you don't think Peyton doesn't have Jim Mercy's ear? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they were, I mean, obviously, Jeff Saturday was trying to get him to come here. But Peyton, if Peyton came to Indianapolis right now and, and told everybody to go inside, everybody would go inside. Because that's that's oh, what, yeah. that's how we look at that guy. Um, fun fact is, uh, so with Peyton statue, I one of my customers, I, I work for a welding supply company and one of my customers made that statue. So oh wow, it was, it was really cool. I, I visited his place and talked to him. I don't know if you knew this, this is going to be a fun fact I'm going to spell to you. So um, okay. 
in the back of it, there's a picture of Peyton, you know, at the line like this, doesn't have the ball in his hand, making an audible. Yeah. That that was supposed to be the statue. You know what? Yeah, I, I my first thought when they mentioned the statue was how great it would be if Peyton was like this uh-huh. and had Jeff Saturday right in front of him hiking the ball, getting ready to hike the ball. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. It would be. At that point, you might as well put all 11 out there, though. I mean, I'm, I'm like, put <laughs> Dallas out there, put Reggie. Heck, I mean, there's a few guys I can go without. Hank Basket, yeah. uh, but, you know, we can. <laughs> yeah. There you I, go. So going off of what I was saying, so he was supposed to do the, you know, pointing over there, hand in the air. He, uh his players like teammates told him that he would look like he was directing traffic out there. Uh, so that's why at the last second they went back to him dropping back with the football in his hand. But yeah, that was almost a Peyton statue it was him out there. You almost got, I mean, not, you know, not quite, yeah. you know, the extended arms, but he's out, he would, he'd be out there directing traffic. And I, I don't think there'd be a single accident on that, on that street, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, that is a fun fact. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And you know, everybody gives Hank basket crap for 2009. I do. That's my fault. I still, hey, you know, and it's okay to do that. (laughs) But I still, it's clear to me as day, we're driving to win the game, and Pierre Garçon drops a ball right in his gut that would have been a first down. And we would have ran out the clock and won the game. Yeah, it's not as obvious. (laughs) You don't look back at it like that. I mean, me, because I was, uh, what, 2009, that was still a young Colts fan. Yeah. And that's that's the one that sticks with me. And then obviously, um, when Tracy Porter picks that to the house, I, my brother, one of my brothers went to IU, so he was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not obviously very very unhappy with what just happened, but if, if it's an IU guy, I mean, there's a little part of me that's like, if it's gonna be somebody, at least be a Hoosier. Right. And I was like, right. yeah, I get it, but I'd rather have another Super Bowl. <laughs> so. so yeah, I uh, Andrew, yeah, that's, yeah, why, that's why Will Levis is number one for me. I mean. Um, I, I like CJ. I like, uh, Bryce Young. I, I do, but for me, they just had so much around them. Four and five star athletes everywhere. Uh, That's a lot. Yeah. And, and Will a lot. nobody and found his way at the top of the draft board. That's my thinking. Sorry. Yeah. And Please. he, I mean, well, he had a curto all season too. I mean, that's gonna, yeah. Curtos are not fun to deal with. That's for sure. So that, that'll yeah. hinder all of your abilities as a quarterback, you know? Right. The, the, the thing is about him is just like, he starts out at like going into like earlier this year, he was like at the bottom of the first round. He hasn't played any football since. And now he's just all the way up in top five now, which is just mind boggling to me. Maybe that's just yeah. how much the uh, quarterbacks are need this for this, um for this cycle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going to, going to AR 15. Um, which I know he hates to be called that, but Anthony Richardson, he for the life of me, I, all I can see is, um, what's his name? Lamar Jackson, 49ers, 49ers quarterback, <laughs> Trey Lance. Uh, Trey oh, Lance. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. No, Trey Lance. That's all I see oh, okay. in my head. It's Trey Lance, um, who can't even get on the field. Yeah, I mean that's that's where it's interesting. He's got a really high ceiling. Well, so did Trey Lance. He's got a really low floor. So does Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And he got taken number three. And they gave up the farm for that. And now they're saying that Brock Purdy is going to be the starting quarterback. So <laughs> when it comes to that Trey Lance pick, it, it gives me awful like um, Josh Allen vibes. Like that they were trying to do what Buffalo did a few years prior. Because it was funny enough. I don't know why I was on my Twitter, but 
I saw the original tweet from the Buffalo Bills saying, like, hey, we drafted Josh Allen. And this is hate comments. The whole – I'm just scrolling. I'm like, oh, yeah, my it's goodness. Bad. And so it's just like I wonder if that's what they were trying about. to do with, with Trey Lance, but it didn't work out. They're no, going to gamble on a guy that didn't go to a power five school, so that's where you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, and, and both of them um, didn't play that many games, if you think about it. Yeah. Trey Lance didn't have a lot of college experience, and neither does AR-15. It's a game. It, you're rolling yeah. the dice. But, that's what the thing you look at each one of them i mean you can say good things and bad things but the fact that anthony richardson can run the 40 yard dash really fast yeah i would love to see what him and jonathan taylor can do but do i think that's going to lead to the colts having the best chance to win out of all these quarterback options no i don't i think no, Will Levis is the best prototypical quarterback like you talk about frame ability like you know to to read the field and throw a football i think levis would be the best but he's also you know I really don't know why a lot of people actually hate him. There's a lot of people that absolutely despise him and thinking about him in the Colts uniform. It's a lot of the production from his junior to his senior year where people are like, well, can you, can you accelerate with sub, with sub average weapons is we know his junior year, uh, Wanda Robinson, who really, one of your boys. Wanda. Wandale. Yeah. Cause you'll remember that time you got stuck up on it. <laughs> yeah. Wandale and Rondale. Rondale. Rondale Moore is my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rondale. <laughs> but, um, there are people are like that drop off in production from a junior senior. It's not to hate them, it's just it's worrisome. And then they point at the Penn State to Kentucky stuff where I go, if we can't make it at, at Penn State, like what well, like why should we pick him now that he's at Kentucky? So yeah. Nah, I fair. get I get all that. You know, in the meantime, CJ Stroud's tearing up the Big Ten while you know Will Levis is struggling in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> true. Uh quarterbacks, for- fun position to try to, you know. Get it right. <laughs> and this it is, is the point. This is the point of year where I'm not. I do not envy Chris Ballard's job. <laughs> because like, <laughs> just try to pick a decision. Like you have, like you have so many people talking about Lamar. You got all these people talking about Air, uh, Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I, I hate Rick's- the time between the end of the Super Bowl and draft day. I, oh. I it just takes so long to get there. So many speculations. Yes. It's ridiculous. Everybody, everybody on Twitter is a GM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, what would you say is worse? To, I, I know we haven't came to conclusion this season, but I think last season, like once, like last season, was like anyone, any notable free agent was like Colts, 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 Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender. Like this year is all quarterbacks, but last year is like bringing in any random veteran that had a name back three years ago that can make this uh, team a competitor. Like. A contender for the Super Bowl. I remember last season. I was, last offseason, I was going crazy. Well, last season we yeah. needed a quarterback too, so that just added on to it. Um, yeah. Well, but I can. Andrew, so Andrew and I are certified Madden GMs. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> fact, we, my my Madden game. My my quarterback is Will Levis. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hey, how's that trial doing for you? Is it successful? Should I've we won, tell I've won Chris two about Super Bowl. it? Two Super Bowl. There we go. That's enough for me to hear. <laughs> One Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl I won, Stephon Gilmore was the MVP, and the last one, awesome. Isaiah Rogers, was the MVP. Oh. Just handed off the torch, just passing it off. Yep. Now that's so, um, I, I do want. I, we're talking about being couch GMs real quick, and I need your opinion on this. Uh, quarterback, our depth is a little weary right now. Would you bring back Rocky Sin? I would. I, I I would because you know we got rid of him to get Yannick Ngakwe, and. God, I hope we re-sign him, but it doesn't look like we're going to. Um, I'm confident. And then uh, Rocky Sin, uh, 
you know, he had a pretty good year and he was starting to come up under with the Colts. Maybe uh, Gus doesn't feel like he, he fits the system, but damn it, Brandon Faison damn sure didn't fit the system. Oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah. That's one player that Zach to, and I were just like, bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it used to really make me mad when I'd look out there and I'd see that number out, number 31 out there instead of uh, 34. Roger. What the hell is he doing out there? Right. Looking lost. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Because he, he was, I mean, every, every touchdown against the Titans was on face on side. Ugh. I mean, even that missed tackle on uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, that was a big one, too. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, I just want guys who are going to make plays in the right place. And that's what if you go back to our early days of the pod, there's two guys that I'm very high on. I got one of them right. The other one, I'm I'm going to get back on his train. So defense, <laughs> Isaiah. Yeah, you don't shake your head over there. Isaiah Rogers is my defensive guy that I that I expected. I mean, a lot of people did, but I'm like this guy. We, we all saw something out of him as Colts fans. Like we put him on the field, he's going to make the play when you need him to, and I think he's proved that this last season. I think obviously it helps having Stephon Gilmore across the other side as you. Um, yes. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does this year, um, especially if we we don't get that pass uh, rush that you know Jan provides. Um, my other guy, I fully believe that Mike Sean has the ability to be an elite receiver in this league, but he just has to take those next step as in terms of like development in his his mental game. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Now, last year I was looking at this guy out there playing defensive back, um, and I thought, man, he's going to be really good. I hope we keep him. I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I hope he makes the cut. And uh, it was Dallas Flowers. I yeah. really, really like Dallas Flowers. I think he's got high potential. So, freaky, yeah, freaky speed for Dallas Flowers. He's he's like the Isaiah Rogers for me a year ago. I, yeah. Isaiah Rogers has ascended a little bit in my depth chart. Like I think he's going to be a solid, um, like one or two on the depth chart. But now it's time for Dallas Flowers. I'm like, all right, you prove yourself as a returner a little bit. Let's see what you got on defense. Yeah, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Do you guys know? Uh, did you see Isaiah Rogers went to the coach on the sideline, went to Bubba, and told him to have Dallas return? Did you guys see that? Yeah, tidbit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That just shows yeah, another then, another guy, an us guy. Then he almost breaks it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that, oh, that was the most <laughs> exciting part of that game. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but now, but right there, it goes to Rick's point earlier that Isaiah Rogers putting a teammate in front of him. You know, that's that's a guy we want on the team right there. That's that's you know going back to the whole culture thing. Um, and you don't. That is another risk, like you were talking about with Lamar, is bringing him in. You don't want to mess the culture up because that's the thing about the Colts. I mean, you've been a fan for a while. Obviously, Ursa has been around as long as you've been a fan. I feel like the the Colts community has pretty much all been the same, like, morals, I should say. Like, they've always been a team that is going to have high values and they're going to respect everybody in the organization as long as you respect them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's a locker room thing, and I know Chris Ballard's big into that locker room thing. He's got that blue card – thing going on for players that he drafts um if you bring him a blue card and say hey this guy's a blue card guy then mm-hmm. uh you know he's, he's gonna draft him one way or not you know he moved up in the draft to go get jt you know jim yeah. Irsay said if you want him go get him i love that i'm a yeah. jt that's so when i was little i had a little colts 28 jersey obviously not jonathan taylor marshall falk there you go yeah so 
shows you. I mean, I was a little little kid wearing that, holding up number one. But that that was a sign right there because Marshall was. I mean, everybody loved him, but Edge yeah. came right after him, so it kind of felt like you don't even remember the Marshall Falk years. I feel like. But Jonathan right. Taylor, man, that's that's a guy I never want to see on any other team other than the Colts. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a reason why it's in a frame all big and yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's I, my guy right there. This next year, I think it's him proving all the haters wrong because he had a bad year uh due to injuries and a very bad offensive line. Um it's it's not a prove it's not even a prove year, it's a bounce back year, and I think he's gonna go I, he's gonna sniff 2K. I'm calling it. Yeah, I, I actually get tired of, of reading tweets that start out with, well, since it's a rebuilding year. No, it's really not. Mm-mm. You know, if it was rebuilding, we wouldn't have the Forrest Buckner on the team. We wouldn't have Ryan Kelly. We wouldn't have, you know, so. Yeah, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have those, you know, vets towards the back of their careers. Yep. That I mean, we just but, wouldn't. I, that's where people are speculating with Stephon Gilmore getting traded. And I fully believe that Gilmore wanted off the team because – he was promised one thing, and it was a big old embarrassment. And he's got a f- maybe two or three more years left to being an impact player on a team. And he wanted to get somewhere outside of the AFC, probably because the NFC is much more easy to pick off. Oh yeah, quarterbacks. His picture about to skyrocket. Yeah, but if you want to go to contender, why do you go to the Cowboys? I wish is, I could answer that. Because every offseason they give the fake contender vibe. I mean, they give contender vibes, but we know they're phonies. Yeah, we no, do. don't we we call it the Cowboys too. We're like every year is their year, and it's always just same same shit, different story. That's now, why that's why I hate listening to the analysts. So you know they talk about Zeke. Zeke's a great running. No, he he's not. Have you watched him the last three years? He's not good. <laughs> he hasn't had no. that second gear that really differentiated him from the rest of the field. It seems like he's all at one speed, and that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tony Pollard. I mean, Tony Pollard broke through the second level, and he he got fast. Yeah, so, Tony Pollard was a much better back the last two years. Agreed. Agreed. On a, on I, a rookie deal as well. Yeah. yeah. That, a lot less expensive, that's for sure. What, they franchise tagged him right th- this year, right? They didn't sign yeah, him. I think it's extension. like $10 million. $10 million, that's nothing for a running back. That's what I'm saying. Just JT eventually. I mean, if people are talking about if we do get Lamar, gets <laughs> to a point where we need to franchise de- tag JT. We saw what happened when Le'Veon Bell sat out on a franchise tag, so it's not the smartest move for running backs to do that. And I, I, I truly believe that that JT is a. I obviously never met the guy, but he he seems very humble. I feel like everybody in the world can agree on that. He's a we um, not me guy just from the outside. Yeah, there you me. go. We not me baby. Um, and I, I would love to see him paired with Lamar. I'm sorry, that's that's me being selfish. And I, <laughs> that, I don't that's your to, pipe dream right there. That's my pipe dream. I just want to see those two just light up the field. Well, like, so. If you flash Especially back, with the lack of offense we saw last year. Yeah. If you flash back about three three months ago, Zach and I both had two pipe dreams. We had a pipe dream each. Zach's pipe dream was Coach Harbaugh was going to come to the Colts, and mine was Lamar is going to come to the coach. I, so I one's looking all that bad. One's on. down, one's up. It was still yeah. your pipe dream, though. Uh, I, you know, I, I wanted Coach Harbaugh myself uh, this year. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. Um, but apparently he rubbed some people wrong in San Francisco. Really, that that whole like whenever like a Colin Kaepernick aside, like aside, that franchise went through a very weird period with Harbaugh and Kaepernick events going on at the same time. So I can yeah. believe it, but yeah, there's probably more in that uh, obviously that people don't know. So uh, Rick, our so both Andrew and I went to Avon High School, um, and we played okay. football. 
don't know what you're talking there, about. There's Andrew's jersey collection. <laughs> yeah, there's mine. No, I got He'll sign it for you if you want. Also, He'll give it to you. I like it. There you go. <laughs> I, I, our quarterback uh, went to Michigan, um, and he – I talked with him, and he told me that uh, Harbaugh and him just did not click. And I, I, I kind of gathered that Harbaugh is like if, if you're not doing something for him, you're out of there. Yeah, and that's what the feeling I, I kind of get with him too. Um, you know, but people go to play for him, I, and I, you know, you gotta you gotta like that. Yeah, and I, now, I will say um, same thing with Bobby Knight. You know, he was he was rough yeah. around the edges too. Yeah, eventually, obviously, bit him in the ass, but those uh, <laughs> those banners are still hanging up. We all got soft. <laughs> well, if, if you think we we're soft back then, you know, I don't even want to know what you think the generation now. <laughs> Charming soft now. Charming soft. Yeah. Participation <laughs> trophies for everybody. There we go. Yeah. So I, I, going off of, you know, Andrew putting that, I, I said the Harbaugh comment probably once. I think I'm on record saying Harbaugh mm, and Colts. Then I said I'll, it likely I'll, won't happen. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. You can go back and listen. Uh, but I think personally, Shane Steichen coming out of like, you know, at the time when we were speculating that, I didn't really know if he would be an option. I'm really, really thrilled to have him as a head coach. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I like beyond pleased with yeah with, with him as the head coach because I feel like the Colts' offense, like I said, was so plain and stagnant last year that I'm really excited to see. Especially if you have a new quarterback coming in, especially a rookie, isn't this kind of the guy you want to be in charge of your team? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You say Park Frazier's didn't cut it for you last year, Zach? And for play calling, Parks, <laughs> good, good attempt, good effort. He did better than I could have. Obviously, it was his first year doing it, but no, I was not a fan. It was, <laughs> it was, it was curious to see him follow Frank Wright to the Panthers, which I have no idea what the Panthers are about to be. They're like gearing up for, um, like they're trying to make a run in the NFC South, which they can't because that division's wide open. Um, so I have, uh, I have some connections out in in Carolinas, um diehard Panthers fan that's been coming like we've been going back and forth uh he was actually so when they were sitting back at number nine he was totally okay with Will Levis like that was his guy he's like this is the guy that we could probably get I think he's gonna fall and I I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the draft if not the best so now that he's sitting at number one he's a little bit more like okay we got CJ Stroud we can work <laughs> with him <laughs> so yeah, he, he definitely cool, wants but... Levis that was his guy but he knows that CJ is gonna get drafted I feel like that's kind of a given did you guys see the, oh, right ahead. after we, right after we fired Frank, um, which I, I hated that happened, but uh, right after he was let go, uh, I was talking to one of the one of the people from, uh, oh Jesus, um, not today, yep. uh, Alyssa, and she said, well, I hope he ends up in Carolina because that's where he's from. He's from you know Carolinas, and uh, awesome. sure, there he there he is in Carolina. Good for him. He's in the NFC, so we don't really have to – you don't have to dislike Frank. I know a lot of people do from last season, but I just hope he doesn't do anything to screw the Colts over. <laughs> but, but for that job, for that job though, I'm surprised they didn't hire back Wilkins. I'm, I really was. Their interim head coach. He's yeah, like, yeah. He, he seemed to gather some steam with them at the end. Yeah, he didn't have the best deck of cards dealt to him, but yeah, that's where you get when you're an interim head coach. I was really surprised that they didn't go with him again because he ended on a strong note and the players seemed to really rally behind him. But it, did. Think, it rubs some people the wrong way, too. But I, I think that speaks yeah. to who we let walk out of our building with Frank Wright, though, that he was one yeah. of the first head coaches to go in the in the cycle. Yeah. And then Park goes with him. And, yeah. You know, and now he's got Jim Caldwell down there, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, when it comes to some of those older defensive coaches, like like we had like we had John Fox on our team. Like like what are they like? Obviously, outside looking in, still didn't seem like they're doing a whole lot. <laughs> but maybe yeah. that's that's the role on the team is just to help give advice here and there, not to training DJ straight. more. That that's one thing. So my buddy that I was talking to about. Um, my number one thing, because he was like, oh, the Colts going to trade up to number one. And I, I've i made it clear that I don't want them to trade anything besides down if they're going to. No reason to climb up. It doesn't really work out for teams. Um, no. But he was like, I'm like, as, if they make a trade and Michael Pittman Jr. is a part of that trade, my cat's about to pop up. Um, hey, buddy, let's get away from that. <laughs> Hi, kitty cat. <laughs> That's my buddy, Bluto. He just I keep waiting, usually I keep waiting the other for one. my bulldog to knock over the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he's I, I, yeah, you're talking he's about, you're talking about uh, Michael Pittman Jr. And yeah. So I was like, if, if the Colts trade that and they give up Michael Pittman Jr., that'll be a huge mistake. And then it they would. go around and trade DJ Moore. And he was just, he's just devastated about it. He's like, why would you, if you're going to make that trip? Okay, bud. All right. Yep. All right. Give me a second, guys. And okay. Now he's hidden. I can't get to him. Uh, <laughs> cats are awesome. So then they go around and they trade DJ Moore, and he's very, very upset about that. He's like, if you're having a rookie quarterback, wouldn't you want a guy like DJ Moore on the team? And now who's their best receiver? I couldn't even tell you. Was it DJ Chark? I think he had yeah, yeah, they did just sign him, I guess. They just signed DJ Chark, but I can't for the life of me think of another receiver. That I, yeah, I neither can I. The only other one was Robbie Anderson, or Chosen Chosen One, I think is his name now. No, 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 no. He got traded to the Cardinals and got let go. Well, I yeah. know that's, that's oh, yeah, what sorry, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, and I just went through an offseason at Madden, and, you know, of course. You know, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so. Did I you change his name? Do what? Did you change his name to Chosen One, Anderson? No, I did no, not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> chosen One. Yeah, okay. Oh. That like Metal Yeah, World? right. Yeah, or o- Ocho Cinco. Yeah, Ocho Cinco, right. One of the or, best ones. Do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> Old XFL name. <sighs> oh, that's, like, would... that's Andrew's XFL. Yeah, my, yeah, Jeff Brom. Well, I don't know. He kind of be- he kind of stabbed me in the back this past off season, so I don't know if I like him. Anymore. He did. He did. Jeff Brom. He we back up the Brinks truck for him, and he leaves a year later. Granted, he was always going to go back, in my opinion, because family tie. I mean, family ties. Right. But it just hurt. It was one season. Like, dude, like, please give us another one. Like, don't like, pay- like, don't let us pay you. Then you go down. He was winning with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, for Christ's sakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He right? is a decent quarterback. I'm joking. He's, yeah, he's, we, we went to the combine this year, and Aiden, when, Aiden made, he made some decent throws. But I just – there's no way he's an NFL quarterback. When Aiden O'Connell sat out of the bowl game to prepare for the draft, I laughed. I'm like, how That's is that good. bowl – I was like, how is this – well, maybe he's afraid that LSU was going to completely destroy him because they, that team did. No Got Charlie Jones. Buddy. You guys yeah, there we go. Yes, sir. That's Elmo, right? That's Elmo. Yeah, well, he looks like a good boy. Oh, he is. He's he's already potty trained. That's what I'm talking about. We're here for that. He's a good boy. He's 16 weeks old now. So did you just, like, in, to get him potty trained, did you just lay out, like, a bunch of Patriots and Titans jerseys? and? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my strategy. <laughs> oh, God, you're heavy. He was nine pounds when we got him. He's 27 now. He's about to play offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts because we can need him. <laughs> uh, that's, don't get me started on the offensive line. What's that one's name? That one is Arthur, and Ar- Arthur's an idiot. He's not mine. He belongs to my stepson. And he, wears, <laughs> he wears a diaper around the house because he's four years old and still pees everywhere. 
Oh, that's okay. Andrew does the same thing. Oh, <laughs> you just think I refrained from a potty train joke when you're talking about Elmo? I was about to hit you up one. I'm like, oh, more than you can say for Zach. And then you hit me back with that. Yeah. This is my 14-year-old Shih Tzu. Oh, there you go. He uh, He's the one that trains uh, Elmo. <laughs> so I know Andrew and I were going to talk some March Madness. Have you been watching any of that? I have up till uh, well, Purdue lost first. He needs to go out. Yeah, <laughs> don't, we um, don't. Have, we don't have Rick. I've been. I, pro- I promise you, to talk about that. Don't have to talk podcast. about this. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of like the fact that there's no number one or number two seeds left. Yes, that's fantastic. Or three, no three, no number threes. First like, time in NCAA history, there's not a three seed or higher in the uh, in the final four. Yeah, there's that's always crazy. a first. For, there's always a first for history, right? That's right. And and I'm going to jump on Reggie Wayne's bandwagon and go for Miami. That, that's honestly if they didn't take out well, actually no they they took out IU, they played really well. IU didn't deserve that at all, so I can't have any hate towards Miami. But that's the thing though, if I start cheering for a team they're going to lose, Rick. That's yeah. how it works for me. It worked so. for me too, apparently. So. <laughs> Cuz I I actually had I respected Purdue. Um one of my brothers was dead set on Purdue like in his brackets he would put Purdue losing the first round. Um, yeah. and then they actually lost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had Purdue going all the way in my bracket. My bracket's been busted forever. <laughs> they went all the way in my heart. <laughs> yeah, I just Andrew, where's your where's your mindset? Where are you at? So you realized uh, that Purdue was going to lose that game. So let me just walk you through the timeline. So give everyone's background. I'm a Purdue grad. I think I've said that multiple times here. Love Purdue no. basketball. Love Purdue football. Um, what about Purdue baseball? Go Boilermakers. Um, play baseball. They play baseball? I don't... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, There's college but, baseball? That's a thing. So, like, the game was kind of ending around 9, 9 p.m. I was dead sober. Um, I saw it was getting close. A uh, minute left, I turned off my phone. I knew the inevitable was coming. I knew my phone was going to blow up as soon as it happened. Um, I turned it off for probably about 12 hours. But as soon as the game ended, I got pretty intoxicated afterwards because that's what Purdue Sports does to you, and that was the new low for me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so the next day I woke up, don't feel the best. I probably have a headache. And I'm just like, that was just a bad dream, right? And then I check my, I turn on my phone. I'm like, it, it wasn't a bad dream. The bad dream's just now beginning because now I have to read all my text messages that I have for my buddies. And to answer everyone's questions, I had about 120 mixed text messages from just like group chats and everyone else checking. Give me wellness checks. And no, I was yeah. not well. I will add. So, Rick, Andrew and I have been buddies for like just t- too long now, honestly. Um, Ouch. But I like to give him a hard time. He knows this. My buddy was so down that I decided that I wasn't going to give him a hard time. I texted him. I said, it's going to be okay, bud. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I love I, I love to give him a hard time, but I know everybody else in the world was doing it for me. So rather than put him down, I lifted him up a little bit. I don't think it helped much, but. Your brother still harassed me to this day. Today he's I like, think all three of them do. No, Matt has texted me every Monday now, and he's like, fire Matt Painter. I'm just like. <laughs> I had another one say, I'm like, dude, leave me. So I tried to trip back today. I'm like, all right, UNC fan, how to feel to be number one and not make the tournament. Obviously, I can't get any far PS1. Well, I'm a Purdue fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, going back to the tournament, though. Yeah, we don't talk about Purdue's loss. That's okay. It'll be brought up at least a thousand more yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, Purdue Purdue ran right through the Big Ten, but when they had to play other teams, they were like, oops, what do we do? So here's so. here's the best part about that loss. I'll end on this. Okay. Purdue obviously had Zach Eady, seven foot four. Oh God, yes. Fairly Dickinson's tallest player was six foot six. 
<laughs> I know. The, the average height was six foot one on the team. <laughs> and out of all like 347 NCAA teams, they were last in terms of metrics of size. Purdue was first. Yes. So they call it a literal David versus Goliath, biggest versus smallest, and they somehow did it. I said, they're not coming back from this, so I turned it off. I can't believe it. Dude, it's like they don't get up by five. I'm like, okay, thank God. Like, I can That's what I thought the rest of the game. And then, nope. I yeah. thought when they got up in five in the second half. Yes, I thought um, they were going to In the car, I was like, dang it. Purdue's going to win. They got the little breathing room they needed. They're going to – and then they ended up not winning. I'm, I, this is my first time getting to talk about this on the pod, so, like, this is <laughs> – first time. It's the first time we probably talked about it because I've refused to talk about it for the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, so, we'll right. on. obviously, there's no way anybody predicted this Final Four. There's just no way. <laughs> um, no. Andrew, Rick, I don't know who you guys think are going to be the favorites here on out. Um, UConn. If you can even – UConn. UConn's year to lose. And then Rick's Miami, it sounds like. Yeah, well, Miami's playing UConn next game, so we'll find out. We're going to find out quick. Now, it was – now, talking about – of course, we're really back pretty well, wouldn't I? Um, <laughs> the Kent State – the, the, the K-State player, um, Marquise um, – I'm forgetting his last name right now, so I'm going to remind me. Noel? Yeah, Noel. Getting mad Carson Edwards vibes there, just tournament of a lifetime, but not enough to lift their team at the very end when they needed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> – it was Carson Edwards. Um, yeah, he 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 was actually getting on my nerves wide because I wanted K-State to lose that game against Michigan State, and he was getting on my nerves pretty hard. That's the only reason I know his name. <laughs> I, I well, like his story, though. So Kent State uh, – or Kansas State, uh, they were supposed to be the worst team in their, uh, their league, uh, and they ended up winning their tournament, and then they made some noise in the tournament. Um, all but two players on that roster are from their team last year, and he's one of them. And this is his last year. So I was like, that's where I was like, he had, he, he did some stuff on the court that I was like, you're just being disrespectful at this point. But like, I couldn't help myself from rooting for him. FAU, they got an indie guy. So I'm, I'm going FAU. Baby. Dust, that's, Dusty that's May, baby. Yeah. Dusty May. Yeah. They, I, they interviewed him the other day. Um, they did. They interviewed him the other day on ESPN. I was watching it. I love it. I like it. Andrew, Come down here, girl. Feel the need of anything else to talk about in March Madness? <laughs> you mean March Sadness? March Sadness? No, the March, March Madness. La March Madness. <laughs> so, it's obviously, scary. I feel like Colts Cave Woman is just as diehard as a Colts fan, if I'm yeah, guessing she's correctly. The, she's the boss of Colts Cave, man. <laughs> the boss of me. She's the, the boss, boss of me. me. That's right. She. Uh, Somebody's got to keep you in check. Yeah, in 2015, we were looking for a house, and we came across this one, and I fell in love with the outside. She fell in love with the inside, and then uh, I said, I don't care what house we get as long as I've got a room, and she said, you have the whole downstairs. It's like, rock on. That's a good agreement right <laughs> Right <there>. on. <laughs> That's how right. so me and my fiance have an agreement. I get a, a Colts. It will be essentially a Colts cave, a man cave. But she's gonna. She's looking over at me. She made me promise that she gets a she shed. So we're. we're <laughs> I built her a shed in the backyard, and she gets to make it as girly and cute as she wants. And well, the shed in my backyard me, so. also Colts color. So <laughs> love it, yeah, love it. Yeah, lead the Colts, a, baby. With a big old horseshoe on it. So he also awesome. to tell you that all the Colts stuff has crept up the stairs. Oh yeah. So <laughs> 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 the biggest way is that breaking the original <laughs> agreement. Although, 
I don't have any cult stuff in the Purdue room, which is the guest bedroom. That's true. Did you tell her that Andrew is Matt also respect, a Purdue fan? Yeah, per- Andrew is a Purdue fan. Boiler up. There we go. <laughs> I have, this was spirited pro- boiler up. I've he needs his community right now more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't need to be on camera. You're on camera. I don't need to be. It's okay. We can we can edit you out of the YouTube part of it. <laughs> so I love it. I don't know if I have anything else to to talk about other than Lamar Jackson to the Colts. Uh, <laughs> pipe dream. You heard you heard my wife, right? I heard her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I had to say it one more time. That face every Sunday. <laughs> you know, I going off of what you just said. So my mom, she raised four boys. She inevitable became a Colts fan um she hates Trevor Lawrence because of his face so <laughs> oh my god the hair I love the hair yeah she she doesn't like the hair either but oh oh I do to her own I used to have long blonde hair at one point and, and that might be hard to believe you know when when Jim Irsay surprised us surprised us with a trip out to LA for the Super Bowl a couple years ago last year yeah that is so, awesome um uh, we uh we went to the NFL experience and Trevor Lawrence was there signing autographs. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that close to him, but I didn't get close enough to get a picture of him, but you know, nice. for her. <laughs> you said, look how greasy nice that day. hair is. <laughs> yeah. He, he was constantly doing this with his hair. Mm-hmm. I still love like Gardner. Yeah. Well, she still loves Gardner though. I do. You know, it's humania time in Indianapolis. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When, when Gardner was in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville came to Indianapolis to play. We just happened to have dinner at St. Elmo's one night. And sitting next to us was this guy and this, well, two guys. And uh, I go, God, he looks like Gardner Minshew. But we never, and then I asked the waiter after they left. I said, was that Gardner Minshew? He goes, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's really <fair>. So <laughs> come to find out, it was, and he was having dinner with his dad. Oh, That's so cool. And I had a Gardner Minshew Jacksonville jersey in the tr- in the back of my truck. You, you stay you stay ready. I love it. <laughs> Any, anyone, all right, it's in the truck. Let's grab it. <laughs> I love it. So I I will say I think I'm I'm very happy Gardner Minshew's on the Colts now because that that's a great locker room guy and I truly believe if we're if it's going to be you know beating Jacksonville in Jacksonville it's going to take a Gardner Minshew. Um, I think we're a year late on that train. I would have rather have had him last year and just rode yeah. with him. Um, yeah, that's me, me personally. But now he's on the team. I'm ready for it. Like Andrew said, Minshew Mania times here, and I'm I'm also here for it. <laughs> he's gonna bring a little Pat McAfee flair back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just hope his George don't divide the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, locker room is tight enough to where no nothing can divide that locker room except for. If, if Pat could tweet out a picture of Andrew Luck in his underwear, then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Love Pat. <laughs> Big Pat fans. So, awesome. But. Well, again, thanks for hopping on. It was good to meet you. I'm also glad I got to meet the boss of you. Um, it's good to meet you guys. Now you could put faces to the Naptown Talk Twitter page. There you go. Yeah, because um, most of the time it's just like your guys' logo. Yeah. Um, it, it, and that's what I get with most podcasts. Like, what? And then I've got people like um, that have that, you know, they don't have their face on, on their Abbey or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Uh, and I run into them at the training camp. Hey, you're Colts kid. Yeah. And well, I'm <laughs> Oh, okay. And uh, so it's, it's cool uh, that like when you actually, that's what we're, we're trying to do. So like we have a TikTok as well out there. 
uh, Instagram yeah. is out there. That's what we try to get our faces on those Twitter. It's kind of just hard to get that opportunity unless if you have something cool. Um, we, like that's why we put our, I, I like Andrew put the header as a, uh, as our faces. I'm like, Oh, I'm glad when people hop on that. Now you can kind of see who's behind the account. Yeah. Just take a and guess at which one's tweeting. When you, when you have, that, when you have, that when one. You have, yeah, when you have a bunch of followers, you know, it's hard to remember everybody and everybody's face and who they are. And I get stopped at Pacers games or downtown or whatever. And they say, hey, Colts caveman. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's get a picture. And I always want to get a picture with them um, because I've actually got pictures of most of the Colts nation. Everybody I've gotten a picture with is hanging up here in the Colts cave somewhere in the ceiling. Respect. Um, yeah. And because everybody is just so welcoming and, and Colts nation's a family. That's all there is to it. Who's we fight hospitality? and argue. Um, and, and, you know, just like any other family, we will fight and argue, but, uh, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. Uh, we all want the Colts to win. That's and right. so I'll get a picture with him. I go, okay, who are you again? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I always feel bad asking you. It's like, we ever get a picture with you, we'll sign it for you. There you oh. go. <laughs> and somehow the picture will get less in value. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually got smart. And I, I don't know if you can see it, but over there in the corner, I've got a slide presentation that's got like 400 pictures on it of Colts Nation. That keeps, yeah, uh, here we go. that's a game changer. One day you're going to have a bunch of those on the ceiling. <laughs> <It's gonna be> yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to be able to keep all of them up there. I've kind of run it. out of room. I've kind of run out of room. I mean, the ceiling's even full. Yeah, thanks, Chloe. <laughs> awesome. Andrew, you got any final words for Rick? No, I just really appreciate actually being able to sit down and talk to you because I feel like we're always interacting on Twitter. I'm like, this dude, I want to hear some stories. Yeah. yeah well, you got a few. <laughs> I'm sure we can get a lot more one day too. And I'm really sorry that I don't want Lamar anywhere near the city. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. I don't want everybody all, all in on the same person. I mean, that, that just but, gives you good conversation. But that's half yeah. the fun though. You can respectfully dis uh, disagree with someone and it's not a bunch of expletives flying everywhere. And, and that's the key word respectfully, because I'll tell you what, there are people out there that get pretty hateful about. It. I mean, awesome. can you grow without respect as no. exactly. Speaking of respect, I respect that hat. I know that's that's the brand new 40, uh, 40th edition logo hat, right? Yes, it is. I, I had oh. to get it. You know, every time, every year, I say I'm not buying any more hats, and because I've got like fifty hats here that I don't wear, and so I just bought this one. And coming in the mail in the next couple of days is going to be the draft hat. So <laughs> it's never ending. I, I just like that logo because there's like, there's like a lot to it, and they kind of point out on the Twitter. I'm like, oh, that's a sick hat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have jerseys with the the 40 on it, and I'll have to. Oh, they're them. they're going to try and sell the mess out of that thing. <laughs> I am getting. I will be getting a Minshew Colts jersey with the 40 on it. I will. And it will be signed. <laughs> yes. At yeah, come training Elmo's. camp, he will sign it. You know? <laughs> it's it's not mine. It's will. <laughs> real real quick story. Last training camp, the the, the Tuesday after Yannick was here. Um, I'm walking, you know, the area where everybody gets the autographs. Yeah. The training camp. Well, I'm walking back through there after getting something, going to get something to drink. And I'm walking back through there. Yannick stops the drill. He's in the middle of walks over and says, Hey Rick, what's up? Oh, that's got to feel awesome. <laughs> it, it did. I, I, I was speechless and it's not like for me to be speechless, but yeah, I just wanted to quickly get that in guys. Amazing. But I do appreciate your time. We appreciate, no, we, your we, time, we appreciate your time. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to send you guys that uh, that clip of uh, Eric Dickerson saying happy birthday to me. 
Oh, Do it. That's, that's awesome. Love to see it. All cool. right, Rick. Thank All you. Right. All yeah, right. And then we're going to sign off on the podcast right here as well. Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, we're getting more uh, aware of posting podcasts. I was in Florida last week, so missed an, uh, a bi-weekly episode, but we're trying, guys. Stick with us. Uh, please give us a nice rating and maybe subscribe to our podcast. Is that a thing, Andrew? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> cool. Until next time. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> yeah, take care, guys. You too, Rick. It was good talking All with right. you. Yep, you too.